Hello and welcome to the Luxury Lounge. That's right, every Thursday we head into the lounge, we shut the door, and we air our grievances with the world. And there is no grievance that is too big or too large or too luxurious. Your problems are real problems here. And if you have an issue, send it into jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, title it Luxury Lounge, then give me a little taste of what we're dealing with so luxury lounge little dash and then you let us know what that complaint is and i want to thank you i get I, I you know i travel this country far and wide i get people that come up to me after the shows and they go loving the lounge and 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 they and i can see in their eyes they look like they've been to a spa they look like they have had uh, their, their lives have been changed. When they tell me I'm, I'm loving the lounge, I can see they're a happier person. The lounge people are happier people because we have a place. It's a, this is a country club. The leather bound books and leather seats, and it's all the lounge is here for you. We got those. We have that nice, you know, countertop with the glass jars and peanuts and M&Ms of all sexualities. And we really, you know, this is a place to feel good, to really let it out. And I'm happy you guys are enjoying it. So here's the thing. Thank you for getting involved with the lounge. Now I'm going to ask you to pay for the lounge. There's a membership fee. You don't just come into the lounge and throw your feet up without paying your tab. Share. Tell a friend. A coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with problems. Guess who has problems? Everyone. Everyone. Guess who guess who's out living in this world? Having people looking at them going, Well, there's bigger there's there's a pandemic. How can you complain about having to fold the top sheet of your bed? Yeah, yeah, I can complain about anything I fucking want. I made my bed last night. I said, Who the fuck why the, what, what am I doing here? This is a how many hours of my life am I spending making beds? So listen, that's not my complaint yet. We'll get to my complaint. Let's get to my guest first. But listen, share the pod. Um, title your, you know, send in your emails, jtrainpodcast.gmail.com. Title it Luxury Lounge. Give me a little sauce on that. Also, we want screenshot emails. I, you know, that that's helpful to me. I consider that, you know, that's helpful because then it gives us something to put on social media. You know, listen, help me do my job. So listen. Um, that's all I really got. Oh, also live shows, jaredfreed.com. The shows have been fantastic. Um, I'm loving meeting you, seeing you again, seeing the light in your eyes when you tell me about how you love the lounge. And if you're listening right now, I am in the great state of California. So I'm there with you. Oxnard, Brea, LA. We, I think there's a chance an LA show is getting added so that's happening sacramento also if you know anyone in these areas if you have a friend from college let them know that give them the gift of j train miami that's been added hartford san francisco pittsburgh we added denver denver people you've been asking well i'm given omaha columbus Providence, Nashville, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com. Go to my website, get those tickies, get the group chat involved. Very excited. Today's guest, an OKP to the podcast. First time in the lounge. Hilarious comic. He is taping a special. That's right. Special. Special. Like If you're in New York City, you got to go. It's at the Triad Theater, February 18th. You can go to his website and get tickets. Mike Cannon, thank you for coming on. 
Thanks for having me, buddy. This Always is great. I love, dude, the imagery that you created in terms of this lounge. Like, my room right now is kind of half set up. We moved in here a few months ago, and it's just been mm. a full sprint ever since. So it's not full. <laughs> But I feel as though I'm sitting on one of those leather chairs with like the the gold buttons that kind of like yes. sink them in at parts. Oh, those are my favorite, dude. Yes, they they say I am the word Picasso, and I I'm happy to paint that for you. The thing is, and the reason I created the, the reason I went with my hammer and nails and built this lounge is, and you know, uh, me uh, just like my my cousin Jesus, a fellow mm -hmm. carpenter. I built this lounge out of a necessity. We have a there's a there's a there's a there, there's a problem in the society today. No one can complain. No yeah. complaints. Everyone's oh, you got first world problem. They're problems. Okay, yeah. they're problems. I but live I, in the first world. <laughs> yeah, I have no I have no other. I can't complain about other problems. I the, I got my own problems, and everyone has yeah. problems. You know, so I'm excited to have your. Everyone needs to go follow Mike at I am Mike Cannon on Instagram. The special. And you have a special out, so people can like literally pause out. this, go on YouTube to your YouTube channel. Like, here's the beauty of today: there's no, you can go, they can go watch an hour commercial because Mike, you have a great special that's on YouTube right now. Yeah, yeah, it's all business cards, baby. We're putting out this stuff for free in hopes <laughs> that you guys will financially support us at some point. <laughs> well, it is weird. Sometimes I get I get grief. People sometimes I'll get feedback, and I block these people immediately because sure. they don't get it. They're like, oh, Jared, you do a lot of promotion at the beginning of the show. Oh, I my least favorite part is when you talk about your tour dates. Oh, your least favorite part is when I can pay my rent. Yeah. <laughs> That's your least. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah. Ta-ta. I, I, and I think this is for anybody out there. Respect yourself. Respect yourself. And the way Mike Cannon's respecting himself is he puts out an amazing special. The special's on YouTube right now. You can go watch it. And now he's like, okay, let's tape another. Let's put out a new business card. That's what going. you're doing. Yeah. The best part, too, dude, and this goes for you, too, because you're like such a killer broadcaster, but it's not even the best thing you do. Like the thing I that you that, yeah. do is comedy. You're a comedian. You've been doing that yes. every single night for over a decade or whatever it's been. So that is your actual craft. Like people like the show, obviously, and it's great that they love it. Mm. But if you want to see Jared or me in our element at the thing that we actually set out to do, it's stand up and the live show is the best comedy. And I think I was I was I, I, I pick up pieces of advice wherever I can. I, li I like to sop it up like a piece yeah. of bread in the oil. Dude, and that's a T-shirt. Sop it up. Sop it up. <laughs> sop it. I'm gonna say, that's better for the J train because we give the sop it up. Sop, sop this advice up. up. I, I, I heard because I think. I, I don't know Kyle Kinane, but I, I heard him uh, him a quote of his that I don't even mm -hmm. he probably doesn't even believe is a quote is right. that st stand up is the gift you get to do stand up if you do all the other stuff. So for you and I, it's in our blood. It's what we love to do. It's our soul. It's what we care about. It's what we cry about. It's what we you know laugh about. It's what we go nuts about. Yeah. This other stuff, like I love doing the podcast. I love answering these emails, and we're gonna get to them. J Train Podcast at gmail .com. Send in your luxury lounge complaints, but we're gonna get to them. But like this is, you know, th this is the this is the side hustle that somehow became the marketing, you know, team 
for the other yeah, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When we had to start our own PR agencies, we yes. decided to, uh, you know, just create a radio show that would benefit. We created us. our own daily. Ra- I'm like, I'm doing eight a day, eight a week at this point. Isn't like, it go incredible? fuck myself. Yeah, you're your own 24 hour news cycle. <laughs> like I'm so fucking Fox are- News over here throwing out <laughs> propaganda. <laughs> So, that's yeah. what I'm trying to do, dude. I'm like throwing out anything that'll catch anybody's attention, <laughs> dude. And you see like and sometimes it does feel like you're throwing a penny into the well because like, you you know, we're putting out these, you know, if you go to Mike's Instagram page, he's fucking hilarious at my I am Mike Cannon. We're putting out these videos, not for our own like teehee. This is fun. No, we're like, please, God, someone <laughs> comment. So it hits the algorithm. And then I can find a new person that will enjoy my stuff. Like, and it's like, it's interesting how I do believe this is a very pure pursuit. Mm -hmm. If you take it at its purest, we are trying to put stuff out there for people to enjoy. But then it gets not pure when you're like, enjoy it and comment and share, you know, like it turns into this other thing. That's exactly right. But, you know, you do have to say that we are, we're putting, we're creating it out of, pure thin air and out of joy and out of just the need for comedy but yeah at the end of the day it's like we need you to watch (laughs) and and do something like so but it comes back to us you know like when i when someone doesn't share i go i guess it wasn't that funny you know and i uh, if it was funny people like you gotta fucking see this people share things that are funny that relate to them that relate to their friends so but i'm gonna tell you guys right now i i've been watching Mike, we've been going since open mics. I've been watching you on stage yeah. for literally a decade. If you go to this special, you're going to have a, a fantastic time. You're going to have a memory. Go. It's February 18th. Go to Mike's website, MikeCannonComedy.com. Um, it's February 18th, the Triad Theater, fun theater. It's like a small theater yeah, that cool. feels big. Like there's like, right, there's a second floor to it. Yeah, it's a balcony. It, like, the, it yeah, looks yeah, like yeah. where the old Comedy Central Presents used to take place. Like, like you ever yeah. watch Dane Cook's old Comedy Central Presents or Brian Regan? And you're like, it looks like that type of theater, which is kind of why... I chose it. But also, if you're thinking, because I, ju- I just this occurred to me, but if you're like ah, comedy special, like that seems kind of high pressure, whatever, it's actually the best show you could go to because none yeah, of true. the material is in flux. It's fucking quote unquote done. This Listen, is it. This is the show. If you're coming to my L.A. shows, in my California, it's all in flux. Like I'm, I'm fucking around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My Which you're those right, are great Mike, for their own reasons different reasons you know someone yells out from the crowd this is mike is going up at this is the olympics and he's going to do his floor routine and he's trying to nail landings yeah so that 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 is the best way to put it like listen you'd want to watch an olympian during practice but it wouldn't be the final routine that's exactly watch it this is the final routine february 18th mike also has a podcast here's the scenario that's hilarious and a great idea with um Feeney and Sagalow. Mike Feeney and Brendan Sagalow. That's great. Mm-hmm. So everyone go check that out. Okay, let's go to my complaint. I, I got a yeah. story that's going to lead to a complaint. I think you're going to like this one. Nice. Uh, hit the music. Jared, he has some problems. Jared, he's got some issues to do. Get off his chest right now. Jared has a lot of issues. Jared has a issue with a lot of 
things that we can discuss. Can you relate to the problem now? I just got done doing shows in your hometown of Rockland County. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just did West Nyack, and the shows were great. Uh, people came out. I want to mm-hmm. thank everyone who came. Um, so one of the shows, basically, they weren't checking Vax cards on the way in. Mm-hmm. Sure. But they, they basically, a lot of these clubs are like, we're doing whatever the rules in our town is. So, mm-hmm. and I agree with that because you have to take on the temperature of the town and you got to be in business. Also, if the rules of the town aren't good enough for you, you know the rules of the town. Maybe it's time to stay home. And that's okay. Yeah. Both are okay. Like, you know, the, the the this moral judgment that's come with a lot of things, decisions people make in the pandemic is really what's going to make us rip each other's eyes out. For because sure. so I get a I come out during it was Saturday night. It's hot shows. So the first show just happened, and we're going to the Saturday late night show. And I'm going to go walk out and make some videos so that I can try and get some rando to follow me and come to a show in the future. I'm going to make content. Yeah. So we had a, you know, I had a video guy there who's fantastic, and he's going to follow me around the mall. Let's go make fun of the mall, and I'll put it on my Instagram, and I'll pray to Father Algorithm that this will pop off. So <laughs> I, I'm walking out, and these two women are like, I, and they're like coming in to the show and I, and mm-hmm. I look at them and they, and they look like fans. They look like young Jewish women that would come to my show. Great. I see them and I go, Hey, welcome to the show. Thank you for coming. That, that's my, and they go, well, actually we're leaving. And oh. I go, okay, I'm sorry to hear that. And they go, well, you know, you know, you know that we, we just don't feel safe. And I go, I go, if, I go, I'm sorry to hear that. That's all I yeah. can say. I actually, Listen, I can't tell you how to feel. I say that all the time on the podcast. I get it. But then they go, they go, they go, yeah, they wouldn't sit us in the part of the room that was more, there was more space in. And I'm like, listen, they have, you have a disagreement with the club. I get it. Right. Yeah. I can understand that the club is like, hey, we have this many wait staff and they have sections and they have to cover. We're not going to put you, you know, 700 yards away I, listen these are the rules of the establishment take them or leave them it's not mm-hmm. a moral judgment they go yeah and when the host asked if who's vaccinated nobody even clapped none of these people are va- and i go well <laughs> hold on and what annoys me about this i is that i'm on their team right 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 but now i have this type of person on my team that i have to answer for like I do want people to get vaccinated. I sure. do want people to feel comfortable. But now I'm looking at them. I'm like, ugh. Like, like you're making people that I disagree with the most right. Like, yes. when you yeah. make it a moral thing, you're literally saying nobody clapped for vaccinations, so that means nobody here is vaccinated. Like, you are, you basically looked at people, you judged them, and then you took it upon yourself to be the moral arbiter of who is good and who is bad in this room, and you decided you're bad. If she had just said, hey, we just don't feel comfortable, goodbye, that's fine. Sure. I totally yeah. get it. Well, and then it's also the, to project responsibility onto you, the performer, mm. as opposed to the establishment one, which they're just following governmental ordinance, and then the government, most importantly. Yes. It's like, your beef <laughs> is not with me who is about to tell 50 jokes, you know, 50 minutes of jokes. It's sure. with 
society literally and, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and then to and and this is what's happening everywhere like again what, what what you're saying is so true the the overlords nobody can fight them so that, right and we know that so we're just going to fight each other middle management so, customer service baby that's Unload right load on your closest warm body I and that is what the world is and I remember and what annoyed me most about them is that like I looked at them I'm like ah uh, damn it like I can't believe like everything's split into two teams no matter how little you want to be on either team mm -hmm. like I you know and you go uh, I guess I'm with you you know right. like with, with like and and I'm looking at them like they're also Jew they look like they'd be my sisters and I'm like ah <laughs> uh, and and I have to go, and now, like, also to put that on my conscience, like, yeah, and only three of them are back. I'm like, that's not true. Just statistically, yeah. that's not true. Like, yeah. You're <laughs> like, going by a clap census. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> like and it's like, it, it just reminded me of how deeply wounded we are by the last couple of years. Oof. Like, we are, we are. We're walking around with crutches that we might not be able to get off of for a while. It made me depressed because I'm like, these two people, they're going home and they're right. They're going to go home and everyone's going to cheer. They're going to cheer them. You, oh, my God. I can't believe they would do that to you. No context. No nuance. They're going to tell everyone three people in the show were, were vaccinated. And I can't believe that. One of them wrote me a message afterwards and apologizing basically being like sorry we had to leave it's just like you know i can't believe that it was like that it just they wouldn't even let us in still complaining about right, what had right. happened and i'm like i i i had to delete it i was just like good luck i, yeah, I cool. don't know i uh, i'm gonna and, be in and, the new town tomorrow <laughs> and it makes you and it makes you wonder it's like where are we gonna turn into cadness everdeen where <laughs> what's the name of that uh, uh, hunger games are we going to turn to Hamburger Games where we just live in cities where everyone is exactly like us? Like those people cannot live anywhere right. else but where someone would, would agree with them. Yep. Yeah, discourse and is dead. Uh, conversation is dead. It's like, you know, that actually it's funny because my complaint is nearly the same thing. <laughs> Go on. Well, hold on. Hit the music. It's the guest's turn to complain. They're ready to jump in. They've got lots of problems, too. It ain't all about Jared. Let's hear their complaint of the day. Let's hear their complaint of the day. They're invited on the show to have some fun and complain with you. Let's hear that complaint. Okay, go to your complaint. So my, my complaint, similarly, you could just tell that both of us have been on the road. It's just <laughs> dealing with other people. It's, it is, you know, the mental illness pandemic that is happening, you know, side by side of everything else, where yeah. people being locked up and also not understanding that that traumatizes them to their core, believe wholeheartedly that their perception of reality is accurate and nobody else understands. And they and they approach it in an aggressive manner, thinking yes. like, well, you, the comedian who I came here to see, that's your responsibility to enforce everybody being vaccinated at your show. The amount of people that have reached out to me and being like, vax mandates suck a dick. And I'm like, 
Yeah, I'm not Kyrie <laughs> Irving, man. Like I'm 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 operating within the New York City limits. I don't know. Well, it's what funny you that you're do. you're getting it from the other side. Like you, you, you know, it's funny because you know the people that you you're in front of, like having been around, like like I'm not in the gas digital world, sure. Yeah. So I I have more from the other side. It's funny that you're dealing. You and I are, I would say. One percent away from each other, probably on this whole thing. Like as probably far right as opinions on. go, we're probably yeah. right, but we're both doing the least fun opinion. Yeah. Our opinions are. Ah, I, get it. I get it. I don't know. It's a lot of wheezing. <laughs> yeah. And I do believe most people in this country are in that zone. Ah, oh, yeah. Maybe the kids should go back to school. I don't know. The masks are crazy. Uh, the vaccine, get it? You know, like yeah. we're good. And you're dealing with the other side of it. Like, oh, I'm not fucking dealing with. It. Oh, it's like, can everyone realize you fight COVID? Yeah, and I and I have you know the you know I deal with and not all the time, but sometimes I deal with the person you know hiding in their closet for the last two years. And yeah. I yeah, yeah. and it is this weird thing where it's like if you don't join a team, you have no team because what people like us do. Who are just trying to like get going and like yeah. do, do our daily lives without having to like have a horrible interaction with people. People <laughs> yeah. like us, we just we literally walk around these people to get to our jobs and get to the things we need to do, and we we don't get involved because it's we don't want to. I don't want to fucking fight this fight, and then we try to make jokes in that land, and people go, "Yeah, we don't need to share that. I don't want to make anyone upset." So it brings yeah, us back exactly. to the original. <laughs> yeah, I've I've joked that like you know I've been called both a uh, a libcuck snowflake pussy and yeah. I've been called an alt right racist maniac. So I'm truly for no one. Like it's yeah. like I'm, I'm right in the middle where it's like I made my decision to get vaccinated, etc for myself like i'm not yes. there campaigning that you must also do this <laughs> it's like people have made their choices i don't believe that i'm in a position to convince anybody and i also don't think i'm capable of convincing anybody <laughs> so do what you got to do that's fine to me whatever however you want to live and that is not good enough for people that believe no. that their law is righteous i guess we're just asking for people to go i don't know once yeah. a day can you do it <laughs> once a day if you don't say I don't know once a day, I don't know what the yeah. fuck you're doing. But Let's also, go to the emails. What comes with this, like the more specific of what I was going to say is like, mm. especially dudes that like, and you may get a lot of this on the road, but I get this kind of falls in, into this whole thing of just dudes that wrap a compliment in an insult. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not trying to suck your dick or anything, but you're kind of funny. And it's like, I, all right, I, I hate. I hate bad compliments more than I hate insults. Me too. I I I would say, and I think it's a generational thing. I I think our generation's horrible at compliments. Mm -hmm. Like we, you were actually funny. <laughs> yeah. That word, that word actually just clued me into how not funny you thought I was going to be before you got here. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like, Dude, I, I said I just, I, my my response to that because I get that like actually funny like and thinking that they're giving you like what you've been looking for your whole life, yeah. and I'm like, oh, you could wow, also say nothing. Yeah, like you're like actually a human being. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. Look at you. you well, speaking. they could just say that's the thing. You could say nothing. You can go, hey, see, just don't talk to me. Right. To, you know why even yeah. do this? That's and. 
that's not an option, dude. So in Boston, it's so funny. You said in Boston, this, you know, some girl who was a classic shaved left side of her hair, you know, comb over <laughs> on the other side. Anti-vaxxers. Yeah. Militant no. <laughs> white lady uh, is just sitting right in the front. She's on her phone the whole time. And, you know, so one of the comedians mentioned it to her. Didn't deter her whatsoever, which, again, it's fine. It's not she's not interrupting. But then mm. after the show, Sa Brendan Sagalow featured for me. She went up to Brendan and was like, was like, hey, thanks for uh, thanks for mocking me. And like hey. that was pretty that was pretty rude. And Brendan was like, oh, you know, I don't know, you know, because some comics don't want the conflict. They don't want to do have that conversation. But me now I've gotten to the point where it's like, if you feel comfortable unloading your mental illness on me, I'm going <laughs> to allow you to hold a duffel bag of my crazy. So right away, she was like saying this to Brendan. And I'm just like, hey, it's actually also really rude for you to be on your on your phone the entire show in the front row to have your face glowing with blue beams of light and you not acknowledging the humanity that's in front of you of people you know, following their dreams and trying to put on a performance. And she just like, oh, 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 like a uh, Water poured on a robot. Springs are popping out. <laughs> electricity. Like she had no fucking clue how to handle it. I want. I think the final word said before the the next civil war is I'm gonna give you a duffel bag of my mental illness if you come at me with yours. That's the the <laughs> final word said before we all rip each other apart. Let's go to the emails. I'm pumped to have you yeah. at I am Mike Cannon. Go follow the special taping February 18th the Triad Theater. MikeCannonComedy.com to get tickets. Luxury lounge, food snob chain restaurants. Thank you for the space to air my complaint. I cannot handle a person who suggests to go to a chain restaurant as a serious request, especially when I live in Austin, Texas, where there are so many good local food spots. I get genuinely offended when someone offered to go to Buffalo Wild Wings or far worse, Applebee's, Chili's. Uh, she writes Chewies. I don't know Chewies. That might be a local chain. Oh, what is wrong with them? Best foodie girl who knows the spots. What do you think of this? I think that's completely justified. I mean, that's yeah. like being in China and asking to go to Panda Express. Like, no. <laughs> why would you? Why would you do that? You have to hit the local establishment. Especially Austin, Texas. That place is just known for like chefs moving there with yeah. a dream. Like, just like a, I just like, I feel like the whole road into Austin is all just a bunch of men with men and women with chef hats on, uh, <laughs> holding a stick that has a bundle at the back that's just filled with, with, with pots and pans. Like, that's what I, I was, imagine. That was 2019. Now it's that plus needles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that what's going on there? The, yeah, the, I, was just, I was just there. There's some, there's some pretty sketchy areas, but Austin in, in and of itself is just a cool town. And I, I ate my ass off there and the food is unreal. Also, it's inventive. And it's like, listen, you, I, I like what's going on with Domino's Pizza. Like I, I, there's a pizza show or there's a food show on Netflix. It was it was on a couple years ago, but it's with uh, he's like a celebrity chef. I'm I'm, I'm blanking on his name, but he basically was, mm -hmm. like went around and talked about like the best pizza in the world. He went to like Japan where they have amazing pizza. And he went to whatever. Oh, right. Here's the thing: good food can happen anywhere, but there's places where good food can happen more often, and. It's because the rent is cheap. That's why a lot of people are moving to Austin because it's hmm. wider expanses. New York is kind of suffers from this because you're not going to get the young, inventive chefs to come to New York because you can't yes. live here. Um, but I would say what I love what they did on this show is he was like, Domino's is good, but it's just not, it's a different type of pizza. So you, your friends, for them to go, let's go to Buffalo Wild Wings. No, no, no. I need you to admit 
that we're doing this as a different this is buffalo wild wings has to be as much of an event mm-hmm. as it has to be an event for me to go like you have to go they have the best tvs you got to sell me on it you can't yes. just go let's go to like i'm not wasting a meal there unless yeah. i know that it is because of four other reasons you it's can't an just ambiance say, hang yes you know like you can't say hey we're going to buffalo wild wings they have the best wings and it's no. like no that's a, you know whatever you may like them that's fine but you have to say like monday night football ufc fight there's Sell gonna me. be a million a million people what at beers whatever we're gonna have a great time and it's super cheap boom i'm in the, and that's the thing these places have their place but we mm-hmm. have to remember and this happens to us i'm sure it happens to you because i say us i know for a fact you go to a town and people go you gotta go here and it's always a place that's going to make me shit my pants for seven weeks. And it's like, have a little thought of why I should want to go there. I'm there for a weekend. Yes. I have I have finite meals. Why? Sell me on this. And that's when the chain restaurants become lazy because you're sitting there in Austin like, hey, what do we do for dinner tonight? And they go, I don't know, Taco Bell. And you're like, did you just say fucking Taco Bell in Austin, Texas? <laughs> yeah, there's a J-train truck parked park. outside. <laughs> The J Train is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Use the internet without ExpressVPN, and it's like checking in your baggage at the airport without a lock. Yeah, you think your stuff's kept private, but you never know who's going through your, you, you know, your euphoria, gossip girl, crossover, fan fiction. You don't know. You know, the, listen. Did you know that if you're online without a VPN, your internet service provider not only sees every single website you visit, they can sell that info to the highest bidder. Look at you're getting a little, you're getting a little hot right now. You're 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 you're, you're tugging at that collar. That's nuts. When you use a VPN, they can't see that info, and your data is encrypted for full protection. I love this. It's peace of mind. It's just knowing that you're not being watched by, you know, you know, the internet people out there that are looking to take advantage of you. And it's, you know, couldn't be easier to use. Fire up the app, click one button to get protected and works on all devices, phones, laptops, tablets, and more. So you can stay secure on the go. Secure your online activity by visiting expressvpn.com slash JTrain today. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash JTrain. And you can get an extra three months free expressvpn.com slash JTrain. The JTrain podcast is excited to welcome our new sponsor, Endeavor Athletic. The last thing you want to worry about at the gym is how your clothes are riding up in certain spaces. Don't let ill-fitting athletic gear get in the way of being your best on the field, in the gym, or wherever you exercise. That's why Endeavor's small batch craft athletic apparel is made to move with you. I got the joggers and I got a long sleeve like shirt. It's a sweatshirt. It's a it's a it's a it's not a hooded sweatshirt. It's a crew neck. I love it. Oh, my God. So the joggers zip. They have a I love that they have at the ankle. You know how some have a zip at the bottom. These zip from the inside. It's like, you know, everything was made with purpose. They're comfortable. It's a jogger that looks good, but wears like a sweatpant, comfy like a sweatpant, looks good like a jogger. It's, you know, form fitting. I really feel good about myself in that. The crew neck sweatshirt, you know, they sent is made of NASA space certified technology worn by the Trizar crew. The print on the inside is made of the same material that is on the outside of spaceships. Yeah, the, the, the crew neck is like, 
warm warm designed to reflect heat from the craft as it flies through the atmosphere so by putting the print on the inside it reflects heat back to your body to keep you warm with years of research and performance testing behind each design every garment endeavor wear uh, makes is guaranteed to exceed all performance expectations i agree with that the pants you just i i don't know i i i just the, you you move better they never slip down sometimes joggers slip down and your butt's hanging out not these so as a JTrain listener, you can save 15% off at checkout using code JTrain at EndeavorAthletic.com. That's E-N-D-E-A-V-O-R Athletic.com. Promo code JTrain for 15% off at checkout. Endeavor, you don't give up when the reps get hard and your performance gear shouldn't either. JTrain podcast at gmail.com. JTrain podcast at gmail.com here with Mike Cannon at I am Mike Cannon Triad Theater February 18th Luxury Lounge Grocery Store Lurkers J Train excited to see you in Denver in April I bought my tickets immediately for my group chat thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you thanks for begging the club to let you perform that's a whole nother luxury complaint we're gonna get into it another time <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right here's my complaint Grocery Store Lurkers during my hungover 2 p.m. Trader Joe's run yesterday, Sunday afternoon, the busiest and most miserable time in any grocery store. Oy. Oof. Oof. This is the luxury of being a comedian. Like Monday, I, my Monday is my Sunday, and I yeah. am I I hug my I hug my Jewish God statue a little bit tighter every time because I'm like when I do things on Mondays, I am bopping around. Yes. Bop, 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 bop. There's nothing slowing me down. Sunday, Trader Joe's. Are you kidding me? You're walking into the belly of the beast. Dude, especially was downtown a- Brooklyn. I remember my wife used to want to go there. And I was just like, no, I, I had to put my foot down after like the second time of how much anxiety I got. Yeah. It's, no, 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 no. It's too many. Trader Joe's in Brooklyn on a Sunday. Oof. I mean, you might as well be walking into a war zone. <laughs> yeah, it's, that, <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> it's like just a fucking flash mob of corduroy pants. Yeah. <laughs> there was a couple that lurked in front of nearly every section debating what item to get. No. Nah, I am so I'm I'm anchored. Um they legit spent 5 minutes debating which type of ground beef to buy, uh, oblivious to the fact that they were blocking the whole meat section with their cart and their bodies uh for everyone else to trying to shop. I was forced to awkwardly interrupt them with a pushy excuse me and had to get uncomfortably close to them and reach around the dude's body to grab my ground beef they did that's a hilariously sexual line that's not sexual had to to reach around had to reach around the dude's body to grab my ground beef (laughs) gave him the reach around to grab my ground beef it's almost like it kind of fell apart in my palm but we got there (laughs) <laughs> they did this again in the produce section, then again in the dairy section five minutes later. I mean, how are you on the same route? The yeah. only acceptable etiquette in an urban, busy grocery store is to come in alone with a plan, grab your items as quickly as possible, and get the fuck out. Grocery store lurking is for housewives at spacious suburban grocery stores on a weekday morning, not young professionals trying to navigate TJ's hungover on a sunny afternoon in the city, self-aware shopper. I totally, the the last paragraph, I mean, there's a time and a place yes. for seeing what's new, like for doing like, you know, the blockbuster video. Let's see what's in the new aisle, ra- you know, new, new releases. Do you want to know rack. what the place is? Do you know what the place 
for this type of behavior is not in 3D reality. It's for the metaverse. If you want to go and peruse all types of brands, types of flavors, whatever, then you go like what Amazon and everything has done to us is we just are scrolling and seeing what's the best and and checking prices and going through reviews and making informed decisions. And it's like that's all well and good. But then when you get into the shit like live action life, you better have all the information decided upon because you are ruining people's days. Uh, that answer is correct. It also depressed me at the same time. You, yeah, you're the f- you're the first person to normalize the metaverse for me, <laughs> and <laughs> I think the metaverse is like the end. To me, mm-hmm. that's the end. Yeah, that's that's where you, that's where you and I are done. People with charm and personalities are extinct. The minute the metaverse becomes normalized it's it's the future every loser you went to high school with that couldn't speak to a fucking person wanted and i don't know why we are running towards it i don't know why i don't know why smart fun people are like yeah sure metaverse no 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 no. you don't want this we did you you thought you wanted dating apps and look how miserable you are now you thought you Mm -hmm. wanted facebook and instagram look how it makes you feel I'm just saying the metaverse is like the the end. It's over for people with charm. What a good call, though, where it's like we don't have to play the game. Like this is almost like in a, a basketball team with a lot of size trying to match someone's pace. You yes, know what I mean? Like, it's like, why are we right. playing their game? Why are we falling into their the way that they succeed? It, it, it is it is actually shocking to me. It is a world that I want nothing to do with, that Same. I've never asked for. I I like going to a bar and having a drink. I like meeting new people. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't want to do it every day of my life. Yeah, I like the comfort of a dating app and knowing if someone thinks you're attractive before talking to them. But is that worth the trade-off of like living in this world where you're 17 times more miserable? And, and you say, Jared, how do you know people are more miserable? Well, look at the amount of followers some of these inst- these influencers have just for doing nostalgia porn every day just for reminding you of a backstreet boys song from the 2000s so yeah i would say people aren't happy so the metaverse is like that's the next frontier of disappointment to me yeah but (laughs) i do agree with you (laughs) i was i was saddened by how much i agreed like yeah i guess i would go on the metaverse i would go through the like new foods aisle see -hmm. what's up there Touch it, look at the nutrition facts, be slow, and then I would be able to go into the store and pop, 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 take everything. Exactly. But I, I mean, what these people are doing is the same thing as like doing curls right in front of the weight rack. <laughs> yes. I mean, I, I and and that's like the most broy to take it from metaverse back to our reality. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most infuriating thing, and you want to go? How don't you know? How and the solution to this? Here's what we got to do: the grocery stores have to put tape on the ground. <laughs> there is the idle zone, and then there's the picking zone. Oh, put that's some a tape good idea. on the ground. Yes, and it, just like we did with. Look how quickly there was tape on the ground to keep you six feet away. Yeah, from everyone. So it's let's like throw some tape. Coach area. You know, you just put it out. Yes. They can't leave that box. That's it. Absolutely, and then at that point. We're good to go. Now you can now you have a right. There's no there's no uh ambiguity to it. 
Hey, mm-hmm. hey, the looking zone. Move it back, brother. <laughs> JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Oh, you ready to get meta? Yeah. We're about to. Okay. So, Luxury Lounge, you're singing. Is this written by my dad? My dad hates when I sing on these podcasts. Okay. Jared, my luxury lounge complaint is your intro music to both your complaint and your guest complaint. Not only is it intentionally horrible, not only is it intentionally horribly out of tune, but it goes on far too long and disrupts the peace on my daily dog walks when I have to make take my mittens off and hit the 15-second skip in the, in the freezing Midwest winter while holding a leash and a bag of doggy doo-doo. Well, your run-on sentence bothered me, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> and also just the, the clear rage made my day a little bit. So his, that person's yeah. suffering actually added to the world. <laughs> it, it was funny once, but now it just comes becomes the bane of my existence once a week. I know it can't be the only one. Love your podcast. We'll continue to li- listen regardless, but it's annoying. Okay, well, yeah. you've been heard. I agree with you. It's attitude. Mike, you're gonna have to go and listen to an episode. You gotta go just skip into it. You'll see the song that you're gonna I'm get. Excited. So I here's what happened when I recorded the song. You know Shelby, our, yeah. our, our oh, big lipped, sweet boy Shelby. Sweet, sweet Shelby, who still works on this show. And um I love Shelby and I'm lucky to have him helping me with this great podcast of ours. And Shelby, so I wrote a song for my complaint and then the other complaint, but then he sent me backing music that didn't really go with mine, so I just kept going with it, and I was like, I guess we'll try it and we'll do a new one soon. That was like my thought, like use it as a placeholder. And then I started getting responses of people loving it and laughing at it, but it, it, it was supposed to be a placeholder. So one of these days, the complaint music will change, so you will be heard. I understand. I don't need people to write in. I love it. It's the best part. I've memorized it. I know some people have memorized it. I'm not kidding. So (laughs) it will change. Change is good. But until then, keep taking off your mittens. That's all I'll say. Yes, sorry. Do you have something that annoys you, but you keep going with no matter how much it annoys you? Yeah, everything. I mean, I don't make... (laughs) Like, dude, it's so funny because complaints like that are just throughout my day and I've never taken steps to make things easier. You know what I mean? Like, like routine, routine shit where I'm just like, God, that's just such a pain in my ass to do, you know, even like a walking path to go outside or like the garbage pails are downstairs and underneath like my deck. So I could I, I don't I have to pull them out and do all this thing. And I'm like, ah, one day I'll like move it to a place where I don't have to do all this. And I just don't. (laughs) <laughs> so well, just, it was, I'm Irish. I live with the hardship and bitch about it internally until I get cancer. <laughs> well, it, <laughs> a natural ending. Yeah, exactly. Uh, to, to a to a valiant effort. I <laughs> I well, it, it is one of those things where you kind of like arrange life to like. It's like. Why do I take my clean clothes and throw them on the bed and not fold them? And now I'm mm-hmm. sleeping next to my clean clothes. Like I yes. could have just gotten it done. And you know what? I didn't. And I still am sleeping next to these clean clothes. I'm getting better at that with yeah. age. Um, even last night, I told you about making the bed. I was literally like I, uh, uh, a 28 year old J train 
would have been sleeping in the bed with no sheets and just with a comforter and been a little less comfortable. Same. Last night, I took two melatonin gummies. I put them in my mouth. I chewed on them. I brushed my teethers. And then I go to the bed and I saw it unmade and I go, you know what? Let's do this. And I did it. And and it's a lesson for life. And it's hard. It's hard to do. It's hard to get yourself over there. I'm the laziest person yeah. I know. I I, I, I get it. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. We're here with Mike Cannon. At I am Mike Cannon. Go follow. Go follow. The special is being taped February 18th. What's your YouTube page? Uh, Mike Cannon Comedy. So yeah, I've uh, I've Life Begins. That's the last special that I did. And then I have my first album that uh, is an hour material, just a straight shot uh, video of the material. So I have two hours plus of stand up comedy on my YouTube and all the additional stuff that I do. I mean, literally for the price of zero people. Yeah. Yeah. happiness is out there in the world just waiting for you so go to, go to mike cannon's youtube page watch life begins here's a short one luxury complaint i recently went to chipotle and i tried to order a quesadilla i was told that i could only order a quesadilla if i use the mobile order app thanks for all you do feather feather horrible enraging dude enraging. nothing like going to a brick and mortar spot and then being like oh sorry you have to use your phone listen this is the metaverse this is the world the nerds want it they go. Mm -hmm. They didn't want to talk to a cashier. They were too, they they didn't have the social ability to talk to a cashier, so they created a way so they wouldn't have to. And now we're all sitting there being like, "I want a fucking case." Here's the other problem: the mental hurdles I would have to go to to convince myself to get the quesadilla, and then have something get in the way, mm -hmm. is enraging. Like the idea that I could be like, "Jared, get the quesadilla. You deserve it. You've been healthy all week. Come on, it's just a quesadilla." Oh. You're not really good with cheese. Don't worry about it. You'll deal with it later. You're hungover. Have a quesadilla. You deserve it. It's delicious. Come on. You'll get all the stuff on it. It'll be delicious. It's your one bad meal for the week. And then finally I get to the front and I'm like, I'll have the quesadilla. Like I built up the confidence <laughs> to let myself have a yes. fucking cheese and tortilla delicious moment. And the person's like, well, you're going to have to order the app. And it's like, is this God? Is God <laughs> telling me? <laughs> <laughs> that I shouldn't be eating this. <laughs> like the hurdles I jump over mm -hmm. to eat just a little unhealthy once in a while. And it's not once in a while. It's just like, and this is why like I'm a drunk eater, I think because it lets me, it yes. takes away all the hurdles. Yeah. But well, you basically just spent like 20 minutes deceiving yourself, right? Like mm. you were, you were telling white lies to yourself in order to enjoy what you were gonna pretty much do anyway. But the guilt yes. would be quite a bit. And then when you get there and they're like, you got to do this thing, not only is it irritating because you're literally using your voice to order something in real time, but also mm. then you have to rerun the gauntlet. You have to go time through to go the back. entire obstacle course from ground one where you're like, I'm taking out my phone. I'm ordering. I'm entering my motherfucking credit card information. No, the address, the billing address isn't the same as the other. You know, it's like auto populate all these things. And I'm uh, yeah, like, I'm going to set this place on fire before I get a quesadilla. Yeah. I totally agree that that obstacle course that now adds in add a credit card information and oh adds in God. on top of um, someone called you fat in fifth grade and this is why you shouldn't. <laughs> have the quesadilla.
<laughs> it's yeah. insane. Or you, while you're ordering it, you get a push notification from calling you. So somebody call you a fat gay lord on Instagram or something. And you're like, <laughs> I guess I can't. I guess I can't do this. Yeah, it's just I don't need another 10 minutes for something else to happen for me to not think I deserve. <laughs> yeah, you need an instant J treat. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Here with Mike Cannon. Okay, let's do a, a few more because uh, we got some picture ones at the end. Luxury Lounge. Cheap rent worth it? Dear Jared, love J-Train. You up in all your Bachelor-related content as well as your stand-up. Your comedy has gotten me through some challenging times, so thank you. On to my complaint. Well, thank you. I moved nice. to my city with my college best friend after graduating. She bought a house, so I rent from her. After a few months, her boyfriend moved in with us. I said I was going to move out, but she asked that I stay and brought up how cheap rent would be with three of us paying. One and a half years later, here I am still listening to them scream at each other constantly, as well as serving as a relationship counselor, maid and dog sitter. Awful. Oof. Being that she owns the house, I have zero control of the space. Can't even set out a candle. I mean, <laughs> that sucks. What are you? What are you, Harry Potter living under the staircase? <laughs> am I? I'm unable to have guests over while she hosts parties to, that go till 3 a.m. I, I mean, we're seeing the, the reason for the fights. I mean, yeah. and can't park my brand new car in the driveway, though I pay the same amount of rent as everyone else. I've put up with it. Well, you're not paying the same amount of rent. You're paying. You're getting no equity. She's right. getting equity. Like, that's yeah. a part of it. I've, I've put up with it all for the 450. Oh, my God. But she's paying more spiritual rent. I totally agree. Yeah. $450 rent and utilities. Oh, oh my, my God. That is God. like a punch in the nuts to anyone living in New York City. Stay there forever. Rent <laughs> yeah, don't leave. <laughs> I You're mad over a candle? Fuck uh, off. Yeah. <laughs> $450. Honestly, but I'll listen write, to two people beat the shit out of each other for $450 a month. Yeah, I'll be counting my extra $1,600 I have in my pocket. Are you kidding? Um, I've put up with the all for $450 rent plus utilities, with utilities. But the final straw, learning they are planning to have a baby. Oh, God. So she's got to hear them fucking and then getting upset that the fucking isn't resulting in a human. Like, yeah, and, uh, speaking as someone who has a child, fighting yes. babies don't solve fighting. <laughs> Believe it or not, they're not really? a band-aid over uh, a the, tumultuous relationship. The baby didn't fix all you and your wife's problems. You guys are <laughs> to be. No, we we like we are in a great place because we ironed all that shit out beforehand. We waited a long mm. time and there were several times where like having a baby was brought up and we just weren't in the interpersonal place to do it. So we had to like mm. get to a healthy way of arguing before we could bring another human into this. If you're fucking, you know, <laughs> launching vases at each other and then you're like, uh, you know, maybe well, let's just have yeah. a kid. I'll probably do better. <laughs> when I told her I was going to move out, she encouraged me to stay. Well, she wants you to stay because her relationship isn't comfortable. Nightmare. She's not comfortable yeah. being alone in this home and having to come because when you're alone i'm not saying that this, this i hope it's not but i'm not saying they're in a dangerous relationship but when you're home with your significant other and there's no one there to like so, you know you know change change up like you know you're a sitcom foil if you're yes. the third person there you make every conversation easier you make laughs happen you make it you know the third person i mean you're there she's using you 
Um, I I was going to move out. She encouraged me to stay, but I draw the line at live in nanny. Thanks for giving me the space to air this complaint. Yeah, this is uh, you got to move out. I, I and the mm. the hardest part is the four fifty. I mean, Can and I almost li- left our lives to go live at this place. <laughs> <laughs> Cannon almost left a family. I literally was like, my kid's napping. I can make a quiet escape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you. I mean, it's going to be... The problem is twofold. It's right now um, with everything you're dealing with for the 450. And then it's going to be when you find a new place and it's like, let's call it 1500, whatever it is. I don't know what the going rate in your town is, but let's say it's 1500. It's that extra $1,000. You're like, was it worth it? Could I have dealt with a baby? And you start to forget all the bad things and the reason you moved out. But it's time to grow up, I think. Uh, Speaking as somebody who lived at their in-laws for 14 months during the height of the Mm. pandemic and has since moved out into his own home and is paying $1,100 more than I was paying in Brooklyn, it is wildly worth it for your peace of mind. Like it's there. You can't put a fucking price tag on that. You make it work. You figure it out. But that like that you don't realize how much of an actual price you're being charged while you're there until you're out. Well, I'm dealing with that now. I, I have a, um, I'm living in the West Village, which is known for being an expensive area to live in. Mm-hmm. I got a COVID rate. Nice. Um, when I moved in, I'm coming up on the lease and I got to make some decisions. And mm-hmm. part of the, dis- and I, I basically emailed the, management company being like hey i i what's it what's it gonna be to stay mm-hmm. and they wrote back and i was like are you fucking kidding me and i i'm like it's 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 definitely a jump mm-hmm. but i'm also so incredibly happy where i am right now that like that's a part of the decision right you know and yeah yeah you, you have to weigh that in and it's like you know i mean our generation is like at the 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 crux we're at the like the our gen- between our generation and like we're at the half of our ge- millennials are like whatever money doesn't matter i gotta i gotta be happy mm-hmm. and then half the other millennials are like how am i gonna fucking retire like there, there's that like yeah. I, or not yeah. half and half but like i think we deal with that we 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 teeter on both of those which is adorable that they think retirement is still a thing well we know people who can retire and we're coming to terms with maybe not being able to and then also we're like well you know money doesn't buy happiness and then you're just like well you know so i you know i think gen z is like way better at like whatever happens happens but maybe that's because they're younger so i yeah and also they're 12 making nfts and being worth 500 (laughs) grand by the time they're in middle school (laughs) <laughs> jtrainpodcast at gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com here with my cannon let's do this one and then we'll get to the other one because this title's drawing me in ready nice yeah luxury lounge 25,000 is destroying my relationship damn Jared feather feather we saw you in Tacoma and you called out my girlfriend's dad in the front row it made my day so thank you for that I'm newly engaged to my beautiful fiance. We're having a wedding. We're having wedding plan woes. We had decided on a smaller wedding of 45 to 55 people as neither of us really like being the center of attention. (laughs) Good thing I called out her dad. Uh, (laughs) Her parents are upset because we already live together. They are very traditional. This is where the problem is. They are essentially saying they don't want to pay for the wedding if we don't invite their friends. And her mom's altered guest list at one time had 80 guests. I'm trying my best to stay calm. 
Are we in the wrong for wanting a small wedding that doesn't include inviting her parents, friends to save face? This is creating a lot of drama and has even led my fiance to tears. I want to have a beautiful wedding, but we can't afford to pay for it on our own. What do I do, Jared? Take the 25000 and have the beautiful wedding in exchange for my pride? Or tell them we are not budging on our guest list and figure it out on our own? Sincerely, just trying to get hitched. Now, I'm sure... If it was a female, if we were two women, if there was if there was a woman here, we would be clued into a thousand other reasons for an answer that might be different than ours. So I'm admitting to that before we get into this, because I have an answer already. I already I do, too. What do you think, Mike? Um, Well, as somebody who has gone through it. um, Yeah, you've had you've had a wedding. Yeah. If you're not paying for it then you just pretty much have to throw your hands up and it is more or less their choice. Um, You can certainly, you know, have some pushback on, on certain people, but for the most part, it is their decision because they are, they are throwing the money. So as long as like for me personally, yeah, my in-laws paid for the majority of our wedding with us, you know, supplementing it as well. But because of that, they were allowed to, you know, work friends, home friends, friends that I've never met were at my wedding that didn't bother me because also the people that I love were there. So if they're directly cutting out maybe people that are in your inner circle or people that are a basically make or break to have at your wedding, then that's something you might want to consider not doing. But otherwise, I'd just be like, yeah, you know, who cares if people that I don't know are there at law, at least the people that I love are. I'm so happy we agree so wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. Um, because it might make it easier for this person. Let me add to what you said. Yeah. Okay. And I'm noticing these things because I'm the emails right in front of me. Mm-hmm. I'm only saying this because of how he wrote the email. He writes, "We want. We had decided to have a smaller wedding, forty-five to fifty-five people, as neither of us like being the center of attention." Okay. Right. If that's the reason you wanted a smaller wedding, these people aren't going to make you more of a center of attention. (laughs) You know, these old fucking people who are going to sit and not even dance, they're just there. They may as well be furniture. Yeah. You know, I I don't think, and and now let me go to the end. They're human florals. (laughs) Yes, legit. It's going to be old people who really don't get involved and they're going to be putting attention on you. So if that's your reason, let me just say to you, this doesn't really play to your reasons for having a small wedding. Here's the other thing. He writes... Um, what do I do, Jared? Take the twenty five thousand and have the beautiful wedding in exchange for my pride. It, you've just admitted that pride is the worst reason to fuck yourself over. Pride it's the, is the devil. There it is. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, Cole. Let, let take away your pride. Would you rather have twenty five thousand or not have twenty five thousand? That, that's that, plain and simple. That's simple math. Would you to? Would you rather have, like, what is your day going to be decreased by by having these other people? Not much. Just your pride. Yeah, just that you lost. Yeah, so why don't you, now, and and the longer you hold on to this, the more it's going to feel like a loss. I would look at them and go, we are so thankful, whoever you want. Here's, and then you hand them your list. Right. And you go, here's our list, here's who we're having, and then whatever you guys want to do. Now... You've kept money in your pocket towards your honeymoon, towards your future home, yeah. towards your future kids. Uh, all there's so many things that money can go towards. That hold on, let me let me remind you, you own that money. 
Now, in, instead of you, let's say, let's say you pay for the wedding and then you have a kid and you have to go to her parents and be like, hey, can we borrow 25 grand because we got, got to like do the kid's new room or we got to start saving for college. Now you're in debt to them for a lifetime. I would rather never be in debt to them. They want to pay for the wedding. You're letting them do it. You don't have to ask them. Let them have their fucking old friends sitting yeah. there like stale farts. They're not doing much. Weddings are largely it. for parents are largely for like, look how good we did. You know what yes. I mean? Like we we raise these kids like this is a ceremony. They're adults now. Get them out of here. But they don't truly look at you as adults. You're basically the things on the top of the cake. And they created the party around that. But also, yes. <laughs> if you're true introverts, if the both of you really, really don't like attention, get fu- go get eloped like elope. Don't don't have a elope and then have a party. Like you can yes. throw a party for five grand if you want to open like a bar or whatever. If that's truly the only thing that's important to you, being surrounded <clears throat> people that love you and are wishing you well on your lifetime commitment with each other, then that that's the alternative. Don't have a wedding. Do that. Like the, you know, yeah. where it actually it's, it's, nobody has to focus on you. It's not spend twenty five dollar twenty five thousand or or take twenty five thousand. It's yeah. It's take 25,000 or don't spend anything at all. Exactly. Exactly. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. We're here in the luxury lounge here with Mike Cannon at I am Mike Cannon. We're going to do one more. Cool. Is that okay with you? Yeah. Yeah. This one, I love a video attachment and we have to do this one. Excellent. Luxury lounge, private sink to small. Hey there. At work, I have a small kitchen by my office that's separate from the main kitchen. It's great. There's always room in the fridge, and I'm just a few steps away from the water fountain and my York peppermint patties in the freezer. Oof. She's living in heaven. This is great. <laughs> the problem is the sink The sink is way too small for the faucet. When washing my hands, dish, or cup water gets everywhere. I'll attach videos so you can see what I mean. Nothing is more embarrassing than wet than a wet front of my pants in the office. Can't wait to see you again in Tampa. Please come back. I'm coming back to Tampa in May. Hell yeah. Um, let's look at these videos. Okay, let's watch it. I mean, yeah, that's not a fit. Are you watching this? No, hold on. Let me pull it up. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that, the faucet, looks like it's made for a different thing. It actually looks like the faucet is over oh, a yeah. green screen with a fake sink underneath. This looks fake. <laughs> Who would it build like, such a thing? It looks like you're on a Greyhound. Like that's <laughs> that's transportation sink. That's not anywhere on land. I mean, are you kidding me? And it's like nice to have this private area, but at the same time, yeah, like like it's coming out too fast, the water. Yeah. It's got to be able to catch all the water. I mean, and what do you, there's no room also for leaving a cup in the sink. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that ain't that. happening. <laughs> and it's funny. I don't know, like, if you've ever dealt with this, but my in-laws had a sink that was both too small and the faucet came out too powerful. And there's something about those sinks that give you amnesia every single time. So I have never you forget. Once, I've never once remembered that that's how it behaves. And every time I turn it on typically and it money shots me all over my tits and chest and it's like <laughs> what the hell am I going to do with this? <laughs> it's like the door that's not heavy. Yeah. So you look like the incredible Hulk 
every time you come out of it and people look at you like, what's wrong with you, man? And it's like, no, I didn't throw it open like I'm mad at the world. It's I just hollow. forgot. <laughs> yeah. So it's like this sink, like like the amount of times I would forget to go, Ooh, like do that little mm-hmm. tiny, like a, just a little push. I would be like, because I'm big fucking rhino china shop you know Same. what is it rhino in a china shop what is it bull in a is china the, shop bull in a china shop whatever i'm the, i'm the bull yeah. i'm coming in i'm like hands dirty ah and then i just do it it's just like this is here to ruin me especially in a work setting where you're trying to stay presentable this yes. is yeah, especially when it comes to like non-work stuff. Like you don't want to be the squeaky wheel when it comes to like my sink is too small or could we get this type of beer or could we get yeah. this chip? It's like I was the office manager and had to order all those specialty items and the most annoying people that had the most complaints, I always got them the wrong thing intentionally. Well, she can't say anything. <laughs> it's funny you get them the wrong thing intentionally, but she can't. Imagine she goes to someone's like, "Hey, there's something wrong with the sink over here. And someone goes, what sink? Right. And she goes, well, there's a smaller sink near my office. There's a private kitchen? <laughs> well, it's not private. Anyone can use it. I got to start using it. Now the word's out. She, yeah. she has to keep this a secret. Now it's, yeah. oh, oh my God, I'll put my, I'll put my smelly leftovers there on a Monday morning when you're hungover. Thank you. It's like, oh, fuck. That's right. Yeah, you just got to deal with its imperfections if you want to keep the secret to yourself. There it is. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Mike Cannon, thank you so much for coming in the lounge. Dude, thank you, man. Always love doing the pod. You're the man. The best. Everyone go follow Mike at I am Mike Cannon. The special tapes, February 18th, the Triad Theater, MikeCannonComedy.com. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Thursday in the lounge. Keep sending your emails. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Back next, uh, next week. Boom. <laughs>